What's up, team? Before we head into the episode, I just wanted to take a second to give a special shout out to Just Move. That is my online subscription platform. I have hundreds of workouts over on Just Move, anything from cardio, strength, mobility. We even have other coaches on there. You can do yoga, dance, and so much more. And right now, we have 50% off an annual membership. So what are you waiting for? Head on over to JustMove.com and let's get moving. What's up, team? This is Kaisa, and welcome to the Kaisa Fit Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Les, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you, Kaisa? I'm I'm good. I'm excited about today's topic. What are we talking about? We're going to talk about social media. Dun, da, da, dun. The thing That's everyone intense. loves and hates. That's an intense <laughs> one. I'm like, I'm ready to have this conversation, but this is an intense conversation. Yeah. Where do we even begin with this? Where do we begin? I mean, let's maybe begin with talking about your relationship with social media. I mean, social media is a big part of your job and it's a big part of your business. Yeah. Um, so maybe let's talk about how you started. When you first started using social media, what was that like? Did that shift a little bit using it from personal to creating your business from it? Like, what was that transition like? Okay. Well, I think for me then we're just – we'll have to go all the way back because – Go back to MySpace. Go back. (laughs) Yeah. So funny. I didn't have – I grew up – I guess you could say like a little sheltered. Like, I didn't even have a TV. So I didn't have MySpace. I didn't have anything. So I was never a social media person. And so when I graduated from college, one of my good friends that I was training with wanted to – be on social media. Uh-huh. We were training together. We were becoming trainers. Yeah. And then we'd always work out together. Yeah. And I think back in the day, I literally, I think her main goal was that she wanted to be like on the cover of a magazine mm-hmm. and it was a good opportunity to be seen. Yeah. And so because I loved her, I was like, all right, we're going to do this. Um, I'm not a fan of putting my business out there, but this is a cool way to kind of like get moving, get the world to move. We had a lot of friends and family who wanted tips on workouts. And so we just felt like this was a really cool opportunity to do that. So we started doing that and it took off. Mm -hmm. And back then, I think when people reflect, like when people ask me, I reflect back on how to become successful in social media. And I think a big part of it is – it's not luck, but it's being there at the right timing. Yeah. So for us, we were on social media. We were on Instagram at the time mm-hmm. as it was starting to take off. Yeah. So we were on the tip of a wave um, that we really just happened to get on at the right time. Yeah. Um, it was definitely once we saw momentum, we could kind of tell like this was going to be something that was going to be able to put us out there in front of more people. Mm-hmm. For me, my message had always been to get the world moving. So I thought it was a really cool opportunity to be able to speak to people from around the world. Yeah, And so we did that and we did really well. And we did that for a year, um, but it turned into a business. And yeah. I think that's where for a lot of people, social media, if you're using it as a tool to just you know share your daily life and then it becomes a business, it can be too intense for yep. some people. Um, so Jennifer and I went our separate ways and um, so that was when back in the day, there's probably a few people that still remember us from Two Bad Bodies. Oh, like I that remember. was, yeah. Oh, yeah. I followed Two Bad Bodies. Oh, no way. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. Les, are you serious? Yeah. Oh, that's oh my so gosh. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I love so it. That's... You guys had the best songs and like <laughs> matching outfits. <laughs> we did. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> it was just so, for me, it was so many things that came together at once on social media. And yeah. it was so crazy because she had been wanting to do it for a long time. And I was so adamant about not wanting my life 
in like out there. I yeah. just, I'm a private person, which mm-hmm. I know sounds odd because my whole life is on social media now, but I just didn't want it. So it was a lot of talking, a lot of coercing. And finally, when I did it, I realized how cool it was. Yeah. It was just such an amazing moment to be able to speak with people from around the world yeah. and having a goal of getting the world to move and having the only platform at the time be the biggest loser. Like Jillian Michaels and the biggest loser was the biggest thing at that time. And so in my mind, I was like, well, unless I become like, you know, Jillian, how mm-hmm. am I ever going to be able to speak to people outside of my small little bubble in Seattle? Mm-hmm. So social media was very powerful and it was, I mean, it literally changed my life. But in that moment, I realized the potential of it. And that's where kind of, I think that's when my mindset around training and business and everything really took a shift. Yeah. Yeah. So then from there, we separated Mm -hmm. um, and I started my own account, Mm -hmm. but I had enough experience from Two Bad Bodies to really understand the power of social media. And one of my biggest goals was always to be a businesswoman. I think Mm -hmm. I always kind of saw myself in that way. And so I use social media as that tool to help, you know, leverage my business. I'd gotten to the point in training where I was doing group training. I had as many clients as I could physically handle, and there was no way for me to grow in that capacity. But I still wanted, and I had this dream of getting the world to move. Mm -hmm. So at what, in what way was I going to be able to do that? And social media just like, I guess it didn't just fall on my lap, but I just thank the universe for putting it in front of my face and making it obvious that this was the platform to be able to do all that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the cool thing about social media, I mean, even thinking back from like when you started with Two Bad Bodies, at that time, it was all so brand new that Mm -hmm. even the idea of maybe doing what you're doing now didn't even seem possible because people weren't doing it yet. It was like this kind of new frontier. Oh, yeah. No, it wasn't even – I mean, it was not a business in any way, shape, or form. I think when we had started, which was – Uh, I think it's like five, going on five years ago, Mm -hmm. it was just an outlet to, it was a creative outlet. Like Instagram literally started for photographers to put, you know, their content out there. Mm -hmm. And so it was just a creative outlet for us. It was really cool because we had so many friends and family that wanted, um, you know, tips and ideas and things to do. And so it was a really cool way to be able to hand all that over or to kind of like trying to inspire our friends and family to move more. And that's all that it was though. And um, when it started becoming a business is when it, like when we realized that is when it kind of separated us yeah. because for, you know, for for her, she had hopes and dreams of like starting a family and that's mm-hmm. really, you know, she just wanted to stay more local and yeah. I've always wanted to take over the world yeah. and I've always wanted to be able to kind of like be out and about in that way and, yeah. and you know, be a businesswoman. And so it, it just, that really unfortunately separated us. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think at the same point in time, you, you learn so much from that. And I think social yeah. media now has grown, obviously evolved tremendously. And those of us that use it in that platform, you know, for business in in that way benefit tremendously. I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for social media in that way. Yeah, definitely. And so at that point where the two of you kind of separated, started doing your own thing, when you were building your own platform, what was that like? Was it scary to feel like you were kind of starting all over, doing it on your own? Was it exciting? Like, how did you feel? No, it was definitely scary. I mean, to be brutally honest, I've been asked this question a lot. I've actually never answered it. But um, the separation of Two Bad Bodies literally broke me because Jennifer was also like, we were best friends. So we had, I mean, we did family Christmas. Like we were intertwined much more than just business. So for me at that time, I was not only, it just, it broke me in a lot of ways. And um, I think 
Two Bad Bodies at that time had done so well. Like Michelle Obama had mm -hmm. shouted us out. Yeah. Like we were a part of her Let's Move campaign. We were a part of a lot of big things that were happening. Yeah. Um, I think it was Good Morning America. It was one of the big talk shows had just yeah. asked us to come out to New York. Mm -hmm. um, and so there were so many big things that as somebody who had worked so hard to get it to that point, yeah. I was heartbroken that it didn't, that we weren't going to be able to carry, move forward with it. Yeah. And so I didn't let it go very easily. Yeah. Um, and when we did, when it did finally dissolve and we let it go, I had just basically like grabbed a hold of myself and was like, this is, you have, this is the next opportunity. Yeah. You're either going to let this break you or you're going to learn from it and you're going to yeah. go from here. Um, and so what people don't know, and a lot of times when I get asked a question about social media now and like how to become successful is I gave up everything to get to the point that I am today. Like yeah. not even, I mean, I literally gave up friends, family, like everything. I was so dedicated to building this platform that I thought at one point in time would be able to give me the opportunity to like speak to the world. Mm -hmm. So when I went to rebuild it, I knew that I was going to have to work 10 plus times harder being yeah. on my own, doing this now being a year behind the wave of social media. Um, but I'd also had a lot of experience under my belt. Yeah. So I, um, this is crazy. I've never talked about this before, but so I basically, once that happened, I never went back to work full-time training. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, I went into debt so many times with mm -hmm. social media because yeah. I was like, this is, if I don't give it my all, yeah. it will never work. And I can't jump in. I can't just dip a toe into yeah. this. And so I basically was working ridiculous amounts of hours. I did, social media for me was a full-time job. So mm -hmm. it was way over 40 um, hours of work a week. Yeah. And then I was still trying to do training to at least just be able to pay rent and yeah. stuff because I wasn't making any money. Yeah. I think when we separated you know, some people followed us, but it was very minimal. So mm -hmm. I was starting from zero. Yeah. Um, but for me, I just like, I believed in it. I believed in the power of being able to, at some point in time, eventually build it up. And, um, and I believed in myself and I just knew that like, I wanted to do this. Yeah. And so it took me, when I look back now, I'm like, that is ridiculous. I created a new video every single day mm -hmm. for a year straight I would, I mean, the. I wish there was like a camera following me around. It was me and my <laughs> GoPro and a stand. And yeah. I would show up to locations yeah. all over Seattle yeah. with some type of an outfit that I picked out that yeah. day, film my video, edit my video. I mean, people would walk by and be like, do you want me to like film that for you? And I was like, nah, I got it. Yeah. I got it. But so like every single day for a year, yeah. I spent a full work day yeah. building my social media platform. Mm -hmm. And there were definitely times where I was like, is this like, is this ever going to happen? Is it yeah. ever going to like take off? Because social media is so finicky. Yeah. You don't know. Mm -hmm. um, but I just believed in it. And I believe in the power of movement, obviously, so strongly that I stuck with it. And, you know, eventually it took off and yeah. we're here today. Yeah. I think that's such a good story, especially about the year that you took to kind of rebuild and start over on your own. A lot of people don't realize how much work really goes into it. Oh, yeah. Everyone kind of assumes, oh, it takes me 30 seconds to watch a video, so it must take 30 seconds to make it, not knowing it takes easily five, six hours oh, to put gosh. together a 30-second a 30-second thing yeah. and, and what that looks like and the amount of consistency and dedication behind that. Yeah, people don't think about – because the thing is, is like – and still to this day, so like I edit all my own content. Yeah. And so 
there's not only like I do my own workout and then I take like what would be the highlighted best clips of that of the workout, then yeah. we have to refilm it, then mm-hmm. I edit. Like so yeah. the creating content is obviously a full-time job. But yeah. then what happens after that is then when it becomes a business, then you're not only the creative director, you're all you're the person. Mm-hmm. So you're the brand, yep. you're the creative director, you're the content creator, yep. I'm the editor. Yep. Um I'm the manager. I'm yeah. like, you are all of a sudden wearing yeah. all these hats. Yeah. And, you know, luckily for me, a big piece of me has always wanted to be in business. So, mm-hmm. and, I, and I've been relatively creative. So it kind of weaved perfectly together for me. But mm-hmm. when it comes to social media, it's a lot of hats that you have to be ready and willing to wear. And I think that's what can kind of break people down is it's one thing to be creative and want to put your content out there and, you know, do that. But then can you handle business or... Yeah. Can you handle the criticism or, you know, you got eyes on you 24-7. Can you – do you believe enough in what you're doing that it doesn't matter what anybody, you know, around you or anybody viewing you says? And those are definitely the things that you need now to be able to, quote, unquote, make it. Oof. Those are good questions. Yeah. Questions ask yourself if building a platform is something that people want to do. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And I think it's really important to just – state what I always feel like is the obvious, but I guess not, is it's not all glitz and glam. Mm -hmm. You know, what you see on social media is a small chunk of somebody's day. Although it takes me a huge chunk of my day (laughs) to create the content (laughs) and put it out there, it's only a small piece of my day. And so I think that, again, that's something as well that I just try to always remind people is being a, I hate saying influencer, so like a content creator on social media now is it's important to just be as real as we can yep. and as honest as we can and try not to just show the highlight reels of everything that's happening. Because behind the scenes, like a majority of people in when I'm having conversations just want to know how to get to this point, yeah. but aren't really willing to do all the things that it actually yeah. takes to to get to that one, you know, this moment. Yeah. And I think that's the thing that we have to be pretty honest and real about. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm glad that you brought up the highlight reels because I would love to talk to you a bit more about that. I think something that a lot of people struggle with when it comes to social media, whether they're a content creator or not, is comparison. Mm -hmm. Feeling like they compare themselves to everything that they see on social media. Feeling like everyone else's life is better than theirs, like they're behind. Have you ever felt that way? Do you have advice for people who maybe feel like everything is a highlight reel and it makes them feel bad how to deal with comparison on social media? I mean, well, absolutely. I definitely feel that way. But I think, which we say a lot of, but I unfollow all the time. Like if I'm in tune enough with myself that if something doesn't make me feel good, I don't really question anymore. Like if I don't, if somebody's life makes me feel like I'm too far behind in mine or like watching their stuff doesn't make me feel good about myself, like there maybe is a little check of like, Kaisa, really why? Like, mm-hmm. you know, be happy for them or whatever it is. Yeah. But I really just have no shame in my unfollow game anymore. Like <laughs> I literally will unfollow anything and everything and that doesn't make me feel good. And yeah. I think I think that's important. I also, I am a little bit more behind the lens in social media. So I yep. do understand how much of a highlight reel it is. Yeah. Um, which is also, it's also kind of leading down to a different direction, but it makes me realize how much more I need to let people in. So I'm not somebody that really actually likes to share very mm-hmm. much. I'm a very private person. I'm pretty shy, yeah. which sounds odd. But so it's been a long process for me to um, just like allow my guard to come down a little bit and allow people to come in. But what I realize is 
I have to do that because yeah. people really have to see the inside scoop of my life. My yeah. social media is low-key a highlight reel, right? Mm-hmm. Like you see the best parts of my workout that day or some of the crazy things that I did, but you yeah. don't see all of the work and the prep that I do to get to that point. Yeah. Um you know, people see a lot of times I get commented on like, oh, that's so cool that you get gifted those things or this and that. And I'm like, totally understand that that's like the pot, you know, the side that you see. But I am literally grinding from the moment I wake up to the moment that I lay my head on the pillow. I am working. And a lot of that work doesn't actually come in any form of payment. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't get a paycheck for, you know, the 15 hours I just put in in the the normal way that people get paid. So when I get gifted, you know, things, I feel like it, it all ends up looking like a highlight reel. And I, I'm working a a lot this year to bring people into like how, how it actually all goes down, Totally, you know? Yeah. And not to, not on a negative side, but Mm -hmm. just like being really real with, I love everything that I do, but, Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's a lot of sacrifice and a lot of work that goes into, to making it happen. Yeah, definitely. I, I kind of go back and forth with struggling of how much to share with people and how much not to share. And I'm mm-hmm. curious to see kind of your thoughts on this. I do think it is so important to share doses of reality. And I know I have sometimes struggled a little bit with like feeling pressure to share things that also trigger myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, am I going to put myself in a bad spot mentally Amen. to appease these thousands of people that I honestly don't even actually know yeah. and like how do we balance that and share what's real but also share what feels good to share yeah have you dealt with that before um honestly I haven't shared a lot so yeah. I've been very guarded um in terms of what I share like I will share some obviously in some posts like my political views mm-hmm. or how I feel about certain things but I haven't really dived in that much yeah. um and it's Again, like it's something that I want to work on. I mean, less honestly, store. I couldn't even do stories for the longest. Like I just didn't even want. I don't like a camera on me, which is like the weirdest thing because <laughs> yeah. my whole life yeah. is you know me behind the lens yeah. and and sharing it. But yeah. so I'm definitely working on that. I'm working on being able to be okay with um, feeling strong enough and good enough in whatever I'm going to share. That no matter what somebody says. Um, that I just know how I stand on it, you know? So I think it's a whole process of just really knowing myself, knowing where my my boundaries are, because there are still ways that I need to protect myself. I don't talk a lot about um, relationships or, um, you know, even friendships. Like I don't Mm -hmm. share a lot of that part of my life, Mm -hmm. but I think there's bits and pieces. How do people connect with you if you don't share and you don't open up? And Mm -hmm. I think that's really where I'm feeling like I need to work on finding – like expanding my boundary a little bit there, you know? Yeah. Finding that sweet spot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you ever feel overwhelmed by social media or have you before? Yeah. I mean, I feel I get overwhelmed, um, not too often, but I I 100% get overwhelmed. I mean, I just took a week off of social media because there's this thing of having to constantly create content. And I was explaining it to somebody the other day. It's like, if you were an artist or, you know, like let's say you, you were doing paintings, like to have somebody tell you you have to do a new painting every single day and you have to one-up yourself, mm-hmm. like your content, my content not only has I not only has to be there on a daily basis, but it low-key has to be better than the day before. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like constantly feeling like that and being somebody who I am creative, but at a certain point in time, like I'm like have reached my threshold and I got to like just woo-saw, take a breather and come back. So yeah. 
I used to not give myself that break though. Mm-hmm. Like I used to be like, nah, you can't, Kaisa. Like you got to keep going. You got to yeah. push through it. And that's like a setup for disaster. Yeah. So now I take my time away when I need to and um, away from just like creating anything and try to give myself some breathers and some breaks. But yeah, it's it's a lot. Yeah. That's yeah. so important though. Social media breaks are so they are. important. Vital. Yeah. Yeah. How do you know when it's time to take a social media break? Do you have signs where you're like, oh, it's time for me to pull back? Yeah. I mean, I physically am like, I'm over this. Yeah. Like I physically get, I like if I go to film, let's say that day's workout mm-hmm. and I'm just like, my energy and attitude is negative. Yeah. I just don't, I'm not, at this point in time, I just don't film it because I'm like, yeah. I believe so much in the power of energy that yeah. I know if I filmed uh, like a workout that day when I was not in a good space and yeah. I put that out there, that's just putting bad woo-woo mm-hmm. out there. Like I don't yep. need to do that. So yeah. now I respect that and I respect the team of people that follow me. Like mm-hmm. I think that's really important. Like I really respect their time, energy, and effort. Yep. And when I'm putting something out there, like it goes through a filter of are they going to receive it in a good way? Yeah. Are they receiving anything that's helpful to them? And if not, I just don't put it out there anymore. Mm-hmm. I know the first thing that we like, people are like, well, what am I receiving when you put your shoes out there? It's <laughs> like the number one thing. People are always like, okay, really, guys? If I'm like, okay, there are certain pieces of me that yeah. I just are so much of me that I just like to share. Yeah. But generally speaking, if I put something out there, I'm trying to be conscious and, you know, put it through a filter of what are people going to receive from that. Yeah. Honestly, that's such a good piece of advice. And I think that's why you've been so successful is putting out content that is valuable Mm. for people, um, consistently adding value because it gives people something to look forward to. It gives them a takeaway that they can kind of apply or try or if they're inspired to move or whatever that takeaway is. It's not necessarily just all about you in the sense of like, here's what I did today, but not with a, not with a tangible kind of takeaway for people. Well, yeah, I appreciate you saying that. I think it's interesting though, because now I'm getting to the point where I'm struggling a little bit with, um, all right, we're just going to get real less. I'm struggling a little bit with what feels like a highlight reel. Mm -hmm. You know, it feels like, I know that when people look at like my workout videos, a lot of times, you know, some of the messages that I get is is like, okay, well, I can never do that. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes it does feel like it's not, I don't feel like I'm showboating because the the whole purpose of me doing that is to just show what I'm doing and to allow people to find like this freedom in movement and this creativity. So it it always comes from that space. Um, But up until the moment that I really started creating programs and workouts for everybody and and having that as an option for people to buy, Mm -hmm. it started to feel really like, what am I actually doing on here? Because if people are just looking at this and not feeling good about themselves, like if the feeling they take away is that's cool, but I'm nowhere near that or I could never do that, then I'm not doing my job. Like I'm not doing what I set out to do. And so for me now, it's always that I always am having an inner dialogue of like, okay, Kai, so where are you at? Are you just making like crazy content that makes people not feel good about themselves? Or do you have, if you do that and you are showing people, you know, fun and creative ways to move, do you also give them options to, you know, move at whatever level they are? Mm -hmm. And now I feel a little bit better about that because Mm -hmm. we are, I am creating content um, you know, that people can purchase in, you know, for all bodies. Yeah. And so that's helped with that a little bit. But yeah, it's always a it's always something for me of what – social media was never about me. I didn't get on at the showcase. Like I don't – I'm not – I just am not the type of person. I don't want people just like staring at me or looking at like what I'm doing. And it was always like if I'm not giving people something, if they're not receiving anything from me, then what's the point of what I'm doing? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And I think that even what you just described with the transition you've made in terms of me making your workout programs more robust or going kind of beyond just the videos of you doing things, I think that that shows evolution and also mm-hmm. self-awareness, which is good. I mean, that's a good pivot. That's been a really positive pivot. Thank you. So that's valuable. Yeah. And it definitely feels, I think it's just for me being the entire goal being to, to get the world to move. Mm-hmm. There's certain aspects of me where then now I'm charging for people to move with me. And like, there's always these inner battles of what's happening. And so for me, when I started with social media and wanted to be on a different platform, Mm -hmm. it was because, I mean, for many, many reasons, but one of them was I realized how expensive and how elitist like movement and training is. It's like, who can afford to do that? And I'm out here trying, I want to get the world to move, but then I'm saying, well, it's going to cost this much. And Mm -hmm. it's like, it just it's not accessible for the majority of people. And so then when I started being on social media, the platform was so amazing because I was able to give away free movement. Yeah. And so so now, now that I'm charging for programs and that I'm doing that, it's like, it feels like, oh, we've gone back to like, you know, making it a little bit more elitist. So I've tried to be really conscious of my price points of things. Mm-hmm. And I still, to this day, try to give away as much movement as I possibly can. Um, but yeah, there's always these inner conversations around what I'm doing with the platform and am I doing it quote unquote right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like the, with great power comes great responsibility. Amen. Yeah, for <laughs> real. yeah. And I take it and I wear it and I'm, I definitely feel, uh, you know, grateful for it all. And I'm, I never would ever complain about this position, yeah. but it does come with a lot of responsibility. Yeah. And I think when you have eyes on you, like I, I can't say when people say, well, I didn't choose to be in this space then. And it's like, it doesn't matter. Like people chose you to be in that space. And yep. whatever reason you're out there and you're in that space and you yeah. have eyeballs on you, like you have to be conscious yep. of what you're putting out there. And I think that's a responsibility that no matter what, unless I chose to just absolutely exit off of social media now mm-hmm. and just go, you know, do whatever and live yeah. my life with no eyes on me. Other than that, I have to be super conscious and hyper aware of what I'm doing at all times. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also having such a large platform when you have so many eyeballs on you, that's more different types of eyeballs that Mm -hmm. are going to be on you. And it can be harder to make everybody happy. It's Mm -hmm. not possible to make everybody happy, Mm -hmm. but to make something for everyone, to have everything be accessible to everyone, it almost sounds like a big puzzle. Yeah. Well, that's the thing (laughs) is it's kind of, I think you have to come from from a perspective of being willing to learn yeah. and being willing to listen. Like mm-hmm. I am 100% not going to do things right. Like I come from a specific background. I've had certain experiences and they lead me to come to this place. Yeah. And that's unlike anybody else. So yeah. being in my position now, one of my biggest things is always being willing and open to listen. Yeah. Like I'm not, the other day it was really interesting. Um, somebody had asked me in the next workout series that we filmed, can you have varying body types in it? Because I don't see myself reflected in that. And I was like, noted. Absolutely. Like great feedback. Totally. And no matter how much I think that I'm thinking about things, I'm always going to miss something always. Mm -hmm. But if I come from a place of not being willing to listen to what, you know, people want and need, then why the hell am I here in the first place? And so I think that's for me, and I hope that the team and everybody, you know, I mean, the team of like everybody following would yeah. would be will, like feels like I'm in a space where I can listen. Mm-hmm. Like I, I am here for them, and I am here to listen fully. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, I love that. Yeah. 
So for you in terms of your social media usage, I'm curious, do you ever put like limits of how much time you spend? Ah, this is hella funny you're bringing this up. <laughs> so yes, yeah. I put, I didn't really realize you could put a timer on. Oh, yeah. So I put a timer on like yeah. two weeks ago for three hours uh-huh. on um, and I surpass it every single day. <laughs> but <laughs> it actually makes me aware of how much time I'm on social media yeah. and that that point in and of itself is good. Yep. But I think one of the things that Again, I try to cut myself some slack because social media is my full-time job. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's not just creating the content, but it's also engaging um, with conversation or in conversation. And I spend a lot of time commenting back to people, answering questions. Like I think that's a really important component of the relationship I have with the team. And so I spend a lot of time doing that. So it's, it's less time actually like consuming Mm -hmm. social media, I think. And, you know, I don't spend a lot of time just like scrolling and consuming, um, but it's more time actively working on it. It's like community management. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I'm not, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I totally scroll and look through (laughs) things and you can find me on the shade room occasionally. <laughs> like, <I'm definitely>, memes. <laughs> definitely on social media and consuming it like everybody else. But I try to be aware of it. Yeah. For sure. Do you get any crazy DMs? Do people be in your DMs acting crazy? <laughs> I feel like the silence should let you know. I take that as a yes. <laughs> yeah. I get, you know, here's the thing. I will say – I don't have a lot of disrespectful comments or DMs. I really feel like – I feel like I'm so lucky in that capacity. Um, I get proposed to a lot. Oh, goodness. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I think – I don't share a lot about myself, so I think I I do get a lot of questions about myself. Mm -hmm. Um, But, no, I think people are pretty respectful. That's good. Pretty respectful. Cool. No. There's always the few. That There's always a few that go boundaries, but yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah, the that's community, the team is like super cool. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Cool team. Yeah, and I think that that's a testament to what you've built. Thank like you. you put that good stuff out there, so you get that back. We try. Yeah. Yeah. No, I appreciate everybody, and it's also I think one important component, like one of the biggest components out of all of this, is I am where I am because mm-hmm. of everybody. Mm-hmm. And I definitely am motivated and inspired by them just as much. Like there yeah. are days that I don't want to do anything, but mm-hmm. knowing that, you know, there's even maybe just one person that's relying on me to create something that day to get them up and moving is inspiration enough for me to keep doing what I'm doing. So whenever I think about or get slightly stressed about anything that's going on, I quickly remember how lucky I am because I think it's absolutely incredible to be in a space to not only be, you know, a female in the fitness industry, running my own business mm-hmm. and, you know, being successful at it, but yeah. being able to live out what was my dream, you know, from forever, yeah. which is to get people moving and to share um, something that I am, you know, so passionate about and love so much with the world. So mm-hmm. what more could I ask for? Oh, so good. Yeah. I feel like that's the perfect, like, Mic drop for our social media conversation. Wrap that with so a good. Bow. A little appreciation to the team. Oh yes, I love <laughs> and appreciate you all so much. So, thank you for tuning in, and we will be back soon. Team, thank you so much for being a part of the Kaisa Fit Podcast, and a major thank you to my girl Les from Balance Black Girl Podcast for making this dream a reality. You can go check us out at kaisafit.com and if you have a moment, leave a review on Apple Podcast. 
This is new and I would love to hear what you think. Thanks again for joining us.